congratulations. You are probably not as poor today as you were on Friday of last week. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby. Hope you're having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And welcome to another edition of the Crypto Bobby podcast. And yeah, like I said, hopefully you had a good weekend or at least your pocket slash crypto wallet had a nice weekend because... Pretty much the entire cryptocurrency market really seems like led by Ethereum right now, which is up about 18% over the past 24 hours as of the time of recording this video, is moving in a very nice, very positive direction. And there's also a report that came out from Cambridge Associates that I want to dive into that I think is a really interesting uh, piece of information and why I think it is interesting, why I think it is also very important. So we'll dive into that and a lot more in today's episode. Before that, I want to shout out to the folks over at Audible. Could listening make you a better parent, a better leader, even a better person? Could listening to motivating fitness programs get you fit even after the excessive buffalo chicken wraps you've consumed? listening inspire you to start something new well there's actually never been a better time to start listening now than on audible with audible you get an ac- you get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks including bestsellers motivation mysteries thrillers memoirs and a bunch more and audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet and now with audible originals that selection has gotten even more custom with content made specifically for members me personally, what I'm listening to right now on Audible, it's Flash Boys. If you are interested in Wall Street technology and high-frequency trading, if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend doing so. Do it every time on the drive up to Vermont to go skiing and fall on my face. An Audible, which has been inspiring the most minds with the most compelling stories, is the best place to listen right now. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash cryptobobby or text crypto bobby to 500 500 and listen for a change again go to audible.com slash crypto bobby or text crypto bobby to 500 500 to get started with that 30-day free trial of audible let's go so one of the first things i want to talk about before just looking at uh, what's happened really over the weekend uh today being february 18th but what's happened over the weekend with Bitcoin, with Ethereum, with a lot of the other altcoins as well, just generally speaking across the board in crypto, want to look at this article from Bloomberg. And the title of it is, It's Time to Consider Crypto Suspension and Endowment Advisor. So this is something, the first paragraph, I mean, really kind of sets tone and, and says exactly what the, the report is about. But institutional investors should consider dipping their toes into cryptocurrencies, according to Cambridge Associates, a consultant for pensions and endowments. I'm actually familiar with Cambridge Associates. A, a lot of my friends actually from the college I went to, they recruited pretty heavily. So they have an office in Boston, they have an office in DC. A lot of friends that actually worked for Cambridge Associates in the past. Uh, and they go on to continue to say, despite the challenges, we believe that it is worthwhile for investors to begin exploring this area, meaning cryptocurrencies today, with an eye toward the long term. Though these investments entail a high degree of risk, some may very well upend the digital world. And they continue to say some pretty actually straightforward stuff that I think anybody with a brain uh, has been saying for quite some time, but essentially saying for those prepared to take the plunge, Cambridge recommends, and this is by recommending this to pensions and endowments, which manage billions and billions and hundreds of billions of dollars, um, 
recommend they take a considerable amount of time learning the space, including surveying ways of different ways of investing from illiquid venture uh, venture capital funds focused on crypto to buying tokens on an exchange. Uh, and Cambridge Associates, which we just discussed, they typically advise institutions that manage more than $300 billion. So when you're looking at the average firm that Cambridge Associates that Cambridge Associates advises and consults, they are over twice the size of the market capitalization of the cryptocurrency market. So that is each individual, that is each individual pension and endowment fund that Cambridge typically supports and advises. They're advising funds that are over twice the size of the cryptocurrency market cap to begin looking, researching, exploring ways uh, in which they might start to leverage some of that money that they manage into uh, potentially crypto. So I think this is really, uh, it's probably somewhat under the radar news at this point in time because the market is pumping. Um, but when you look at this, and we've talked about it in the past where you know, everybody always talks about the herd is coming, the institutions are coming to the crypto markets, uh, all that good stuff. And they're not necessarily coming to save you. That was a big narrative that was discussed and kind of chatted about in late 2017 to really kind of capitalize on the run-up of the bull market. But what we are looking at now is is the cryptocurrency market, uh, Bitcoin and perhaps some of the other ones, really being a legitimate, a potentially a legitimate investment class for larger institutional investors in this uh, in this arena. And a the report from Cambridge, I think, does go to show that people are taking it seriously. Whether you know you have J.P. Morgan last week, granted it's not a cryptocurrency by any means, but looking at the technology that is that drives Bitcoin, Ethereum, and a lot of these other crypto assets, looking at that technology and then you know, having that associated with J.P. Morgan, now you have Cambridge Associates coming out again, a company that advises and consults. Th- 300 plus billion dollar pension and endowment funds. I do think that is a really positive thing. And while again, while we always have to take this stuff slow and take it with a grain of salt as well, but taking it slow and thinking, they are not recommending their clients to begin YOLOing money directly into spot Bitcoin long or going on BitMEX and 100Xing or anything like that. Not at all. Uh, They do forewarn the obviously significant risks of investing in cryptocurrency. I mean, Bitcoin is down 75% this year, um, or, you know, in the past 300, 400 days, whatever it might be. Uh, There are obvious risks to that. But if you take the time to actually put in the research, there are significant opportunities. uh, And there is a non minute chance, like they say that uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies can upend the digital world, which is worth having whether again, and this is not looking at these these pension funds, and we talked about this previously, but looking at these pension funds, things like that, it doesn't mean that they're going to invest 10, 20, 50% of their portfolio into cryptocurrency. But if you're looking at 10 basis points, 25 basis points, 50 basis points of a 300, $400 billion fund, that is, that's a material movement to the cryptocurrency marketplace uh, and would most likely be a positive situation for myself and yourself as well. So definitely something to consider. I will link to the article here in the YouTube and podcast description. Uh, it's a pretty short article, but definitely worth taking a read through. Now in the past 24 hours, Bitcoin is up about eight and a half percent. If we go to look at Ethereum, Ethereum is up about 18 and a half percent right now. It has been on a pretty much moonshot from about 122, $121 
straight up to uh, 144 as of the time of recording this video. Now, it did push up to about $148, Ethereum did, uh, and has since pulled back a little bit since that 144 mark, but really strong buy volume on the way up, and it's pretty encouraging to see, and this is not just Ethereum, not just Bitcoin. If we pop over to on-chain FX, uh, every what on-chain FX considers to be uh, large cap cryptocurrency, uh, the top 17 they have here, anything over about a $500 million valuation from a market cap perspective is in the green against USD. And the I would say the, the worst performer at this point in time, outside of Tether, uh, the worst performer at this point in time is NEO, which is only up 5.27%, but Bitcoin up about 7.7% right now in the past 24 hours, Ethereum up 14 percent against usd in the past in the past 24 hours and the biggest winner so far in the past uh you know in the past 24 hours against the usd is actually eos which has performed quite well but again shout out to on-chain fx for continually putting in some really really nice features into this if you're not using on-chain fx and i have no relation to them at all but if you're not using on-chain fx i think it is significantly better at this point in time than coin market cap um, just the features that they have available the sorting features the data points uh, i'm i'm a really really big fan so if you haven't actually used it yet i'll put another link to that as well i think it's now since masari acquired on-chain fx it's masari.io slash on-chain fx but some of the cool features and we've talked about some of this before in the past but they actually have a cycle low now which is pretty cool to see because when you look at this data they obviously have a couple different things that are quite depressing uh, and then they have a couple data points that are somewhat encouraging so if we want to look at the depressing sides of the you know the depressing sides of the data we can look at the percentage down since all-time high for Bitcoin, that is, you know, a casual 81% down since all-time high. For Ethereum, we're only down 90% since all-time high. If you really want to get depressing, uh, if you bought in December 2017, January 2018, you, know, you really want to drive towards the cliffs here. You click on that break-even multiple. And to break even as an investor in Ethereum, you need a 10x. If you invested in XRP at the absolute top, you need a 12.1x. If you invested in NEO, you need a 22x a Cardano to break even to the all-time high because Cardano is down a paltry 97%. Uh, you need a 29.7x. So pretty crazy to, to think about those numbers. But if we get rid of the percentage down from all-time high and we get rid of the uh, time from the all-time high and the break-even multiple, we can also look at the cycle low against the USD, which is an interesting data point here. Uh, and they consider this to be, this is the lowest trading price in USD of the asset since its all-time high. Um, and they say this is not the absolute lowest price, but uh, this is a historical data point that they utilize. So the lowest trading uh, trading price in USD of the asset since its all-time high. So for Bitcoin, the cycle low at this point is $3,126, which was, which occurred two months ago. For Bitcoin, it's actually up 23% since the, since the, what they consider to be the cycle low. Now, if you look at Ethereum, and this is, this is where it gets somewhat encouraging. And depending upon where you deployed capital is obviously the, the big thing here. If you deployed capital uh, into the cryptocurrency markets in December, 2017, January, 2018, 
doesn't make too much of a difference. But if you've been maybe diligently dollar cost averaging your way in on a consistent basis, uh, and you put in maybe you got a little bit of money uh, in December, maybe you took your Christmas bonus or whatever you did, and you threw it into uh, Bitcoin, you threw it into Ethereum, you threw it into your favorite cryptocurrency, whatever it might be, Ethereum, uh, since its cycle low, which was two months ago, where it hit $81 is up 77% right now. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn impressive move. You look at Tron. Again, I'm not the biggest Tron, not the biggest TRX guy, but Tron is up 135% uh, against its cycle low. You can look at Maker, MKR. It's up 111% since its cycle low. BNB, Binance Coin is up 127% since its cycle low two months ago. And to me, I don't want to say a. there is certainly no assurance that a bottom is in by any stretch here, but you know, we've when you look at the cycle lows, and if we can even open up this up to uh, to medium caps here, which are 100 to 500 million dollar market cap, when you look at the cycle lows here, you could see the vast majority of them at this point in time are about uh, a good amount of them are about two to three months ago. Now there's some extraneous data points here, some extraneous other you know, aspects, but it's it's definitely nice to see some of these assets that appear to have bottomed out and bounced uh, in a fairly significant way. I mean, when you're talking about Ethereum bottoming out at $81 and now up to 144 as of the time of recording this, that's a 70 plus percent move. So if you did deploy capital at the right point in time, granted you're never going to time the bottom perfectly, but even if you didn't get it at a at a uh, you know at $81 and you bought it at 100, you're still up 40%. That's pretty damn incredible. Granted. Obviously, there's a lot of different components behind that that you want to think about. But this is one of the reasons I think that uh, on-chain FX is doing a really nice job because of the different data points that they can put into place and a few different things that I haven't even begun to play around with. You have the staking yield. You also have the staking type, the staking minimum. Uh, so starting to calculate whether it's returns from master nodes or yields from master nodes uh, or DPoS or something like that. There's a lot of different things that you can uh, start to calculate with on-chain FX that, that I'm enjoying here. So I think this is just a random data point that you can't see on CoinMarketCap as of now, at least, where you, know, you look at the, the percentage down from all-time high and you're like, damn, this sucks. But that cycle low number is, is pretty interesting and pretty cool. So you might be wondering, Bobby, what are you up to at this point in time? What are you thinking uh, for yourself personally? And for me, uh, I am not making any moves at this point in time. I am happy to kind of stay where my portfolio is at this point in time. Maker is treating me well. Ethereum is treating me well. Uh, BTC is treating me well. Uh, so I've been happy to see the relative moves here. And I do think... I, I personally would be a little bit hesitant for me to deploy. I would actually be very hesitant to deploy any capital after an 18% move uh, for me at this point in time. But the one thing that I am looking at when, it look, you know, when I am evaluating Ethereum is, number one, it almost looked to me like Ethereum kind of kicked up some of this move uh, where Ethereum moved before Bitcoin did and Bitcoin has since moved up uh, quite nicely as well. Uh, but I'm starting to look at the Constantinople upgrade. And that was something that we previously talked about, or I previously talked about. This was a, you know, probably over a month or so ago at this at this point. But uh, I was I was excited about the the buzz that uh, the Constantinople network upgrade or fork for Ethereum would bring. And that got pushed back, that delayed things, and that kind of pulled back the price of Ethereum. But we might see, I think, another run-up or another little bit of hype, and especially if, if Ethereum can execute on this Constantinople 
hard fork upgrade. That would be great to see. And I think that would have a positive impact on the price of Ethereum. And I also think just generally speaking, sentiment in the industry, when you look at this Cambridge Associates report, when you think about not necessarily that I think JP Morgan has any impact at all on cryptocurrency, but there have been some some interesting tweets and things like that, even just like of these venture fund venture fund crypto fund investors that are saying, you know, what what is this JP Morgan news? What does this mean? I, I think it just lends credibility to the industry, even though it's to, in my opinion non-competitive to Bitcoin, non-competitive to Ethereum, not necessarily a value add either. But I think JP Morgan, when it's in Bloomberg and when it's in NBC or CNBC, when it's in these places and they're saying JP Morgan and cryptocurrency in the same sentence, I think that adds validity more than it takes anything away. Which now that I'm looking at it, I think is a somewhat positive thing. Like even talking to my mom who knows absolutely nothing about cryptocurrency uh, and she's she calls me the other day and she's like hey yeah I heard uh, JP Morgan's you know creating their own cryptocurrency what does that mean and it's like somebody that is the biggest you know normie on the planet and doesn't necessarily have any uh, understanding about cryptocurrency but still hears that JP Morgan uh, is getting into the space I do think like I said that that is associating that name is still like a positive impact probably more positive an impact than than we could think just because it's going to open up the door uh, for I think more people in the future here. So that's just kind of where my head's at at this point in time. Would love to hear where your head's at in the YouTube comments. If you're watching on YouTube right now, definitely sound off below. Would love to hear that. And if you're listening on the podcast, as always, hit me up on Twitter at crypto underscore Bobby. Always appreciate your thoughts via Twitter as well. Until next time, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Hit that like button. Helps get this video out to as many people as possible. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a good one. Peace.